Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. friends and thank you for joining us got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today what would you like first there audrey hello dave i would love some bad news please some bad news this is really bad news i would like to show you the uh, the picture see if you can understand what that is by just looking at it briefly that there. looks like a car that went through an elevator shaft so close it is a car that was in an elevator intentionally but then the elevator malfunctioned and it was at a dealership in Palm Beach. Fire Rescue said that they were on the scene and they were the first crew there, so they had to handle a fuel leak. And then once that was taken care of, they had to cut power to the whole business. And so the special operations and a towing company had to come out and remove the car. Uh, they were using multiple 50,000-pound winches to get this thing out of there. took crews four hours to remove the car from the elevator shaft. Thankfully, there were no injuries, um, but I'm curious if maybe this sounds a bit familiar to you. How many witches did it take? Uh, it took. It just said multiple 50,000-pound winches. Oh, those are some fat witches. Not witches. Uh, winches? Winches. Winch. She's a winch. She's a winch. What is a winch? Uh, a winch is... I thought that that was also a term for a witch. Yeah, they would just... A winch. If your car got stuck in the ditch, they'd come out and hook it up to a witch and pull it out? That's no, 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 winch. Like, oh. I, well, yes. I've never heard a winch, though, ever. I don't know what that First is at all. First time hearing that word. Welcome. New word. Ding. It's not a crane? It's kind of like a crane. Well, it's called a crane. Well, because it's a winch. It's it, it's different than a crane. Is it? Yeah. I mean, the crane traditionally has, like, an arm. A winch just is the, the thing that you would uh, hook up to the car. You know, a little metal rope thing. A crane. Similar, but different. <laughs> um, okay. Anyway, so I'm, I'm just curious, just looking at this picture and hearing that story, does this sound familiar to you at all? Why would way? this sound familiar? Well, Has this happened um, before? Well, it's something very valuable that uh, got abandoned in an elevator. <clears throat> and I'm just curious if maybe that sounds oh, similar to a story that you uh, think, were involved in I not that long ago. I think our friend Mahoney left... His friend uh-huh. in the elevator. And so did our friend and Audrey. And manipulated friend, my feeble, oh, feeble, yes, you're, feeble mind. You're a victim. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I was literally, they just. <laughs> you don't leave I valuable things like Ferraris and Ferras in elevators, okay? I basically had a hood over my head and they were like, come into this Uber. And I was like, yes, sir. Okay. Like, I, I was blind to everything kidnapped. that was happening. If it, you very easily could have been kidnapped that day. I was day. very hungover. Uh-huh, I see. Um, oh. But I had no decision making skills that day yeah and i tried to tell you that he was gonna leave you i did you know what that day to me you were a fifty thousand pound winch (laughs) i've gained some weight (laughs) it was the holidays no one's judging (laughs) it was not it was august uh whatever (laughs) uh some uh some good news today as well i think this is good news uh just holding these people accountable credit karma has been hit with a multi-million dollar fine still exist federal trade commission sure you don't use credit karma just uh Check your credit score on a daily basis to see how it's doing. No, I think no. I'm an Experian girl. You're like, uh, if I just ignore it, it might go away. Uh, so they're saying three million dollars is the uh, is the fine that they're hitting them with for tricking people into applying for pre-approved credit card offers when they weren't really pre-approved. Oh, so, well, isn't that the same thing as getting the mail from them? And they're like, hey, you've been pre-approved for a credit card. 
here's this card. You just need a call. Yeah, is that not the same? The, here's the uh, the pre-approved uh, letter that you got. All you have to do now to uh, see if the pre-approval is accurate is to apply. call this one eight hundred number, one eight 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 number. Yeah, and then apply as if you're not pre-approved. Got it. Yeah, uh, and then just deplete your credit score because every time you apply for a card, it goes down. For some people who did not know that, because I did not know that. Uh, yeah, so it, they used to tell you, which was a scam, that if you even checked your credit score that it would go down. That is not true. But yeah, if you're applying for a new Cards line of getting, credit, sure. Uh, they yeah. say that close to a third of those who applied for the pre-approved credit cards were later denied and suffered that negative impact mm-hmm. to their consumer credit score because it definitely hurts your score if you apply for a card and then get denied. Yes, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's that's really bad. That's so, bad. Uh, credit card getting hit with a uh, $3 million fine, and I say good. Good. I'm, st- I'm looking at this Ferrari again in the elevator, and it looks so sad, leaning up against that wall, kind of like I was that day, just leaning against the you wall. Weren't, you were saving a child's life. Well, if you had not been in there, because clearly that child was fatherless, and it needed a hero that day, and the there, were, the there child, you were. The it was serendipity. Was, was in the elevator. He was not as a man as you were, that, Dave. You know what? You're right. Call or text us at 833 Yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Okay, I would say Exhibit A, but we are much further down the list. Let's go Exhibit U on this of why, Audrey, I need you to get on board with this, need to move to the villages with us when it's time to retire. Mahoney and I have already made this pact. You're the lone holdout. Come on, man. Okay. This is going to be awesome. (laughs) I feel like I... Well, maybe not anymore, but I feel like once upon a time, I would have just been roughing it up with all the hoodlum people in the villages. That's like I would have I, mean, I would have gotten the the golf cart. I would have decorated it. I would have for sure yes. have decorated my cart. You would have been leaning off the side, dragging your hand on the ground while driving the golf cart with a margarita sure. in between your knees. But here's you the tea. So wonderful. There. Mahoney's been lying to us this whole time. He has been. Mahoney is not going to live in the villages. I know. See, the chaos, I'm here for it. Like, that's been my whole life. I grew up with so many siblings. I've got a lot of kids. You like, don't like silence. I don't like silence. I love when there is stuff going you on. You want to live where there possibly could be a police chase. Yes, at any point. <laughs> oh, did I tell you? Oh, I was so excited about this. One time, uh, you know, living by the stadium in South Carolina in this uh, area called Olympia in Columbia, uh, not exactly a great area, but a ton of fun when you're a college kid. Dicey enough where you had to, I'll give you a real example. I bought a new grill mm-hmm. for, you know, a couple hundred bucks from Home Depot. And in order for it not to get stolen at night, I would have to cover it in trash. Like literally like an old rug, throw over it, pull the trash cans up to it because it was that kind of dicey neighborhood. Oh, and then you cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, yeah, burn it oh, off. It's fine. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> hey, let me just put all this trash over on top yeah, of this thing that yeah. I'm going to use to yeah, cook yeah, my it's meats. Fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dave, that's so foul. That you, is didn't, the, you didn't care. You were in college. That is the last thing that you had to worry about catching a disease <laughs> I from. I was just going to say, there's probably worse. Chad. No. <laughs> much, much higher liability there. So, anyways, you so were living in, in Olympia. Short, I was living in Olympia, and there was this little dirt road that went by our house. And one time, it was, it was after I'd moved out, but I was watching the world's wildest police chases. Oh, and live. They, it, it, it wasn't live. It, oh. was, it was pre-recorded. But they went down that road and went whizzing right past the house that I used to live in. I was like, oh, that's awesome. <laughs> it was right outside of my window. I live in high crime. Yes. 
I'm living amongst high crime. crime. <laughs> so the villages, if you're not familiar, retirement community, at least for part of it, uh, just outside of the Tampa area, and it is pandemonium. There is always crazy stuff going on. People hammered, getting into fights for no reason, and they're always in their 60s plus, it seems. And so is this dude. Let me introduce you to Paul Heath, 66 years old. Mr. Heath. I love Heath bars. This gentleman uh, seems to have money. He lives in a $1.15 million house that he bought uh, in 2021. So oh, my gosh. So he's got money. He's got money. If you live in a house that's over a million dollars, you well, would think that you have money. Which is 2001, what? though, it was like... No, no, no. No, actually, that was the height, huh? 2021. 2021. So, I mean, so 2001. I mean, I, but either way, 2020 was whenever the housing... Oh, yeah, they were dipping. Yeah, yeah sure. Twenty one was back when they were peaking. Is is when it started to kind dip. of no the opposite. We thought it was going to dip. We thought that it was going to take a huge hit, but because of the pandemic, it did the opposite. So he was able to buy at double the price. He probably paid double the money, which maybe is why he is doing this. Uh, the dude who lives in the over million dollar house, Paul Heath, sixty six years old, made multiple trips to a Publix grocery store where he was caught shoplifting. Publix is the best grocery store. Also, if you're 60, yeah, you could put, imagine how many Publix subs you could put in your pants. Uh, How many Publix subs do you suppose, what kind of pants you wear today? Are they athleisure? They're leggings. They're leggings? So I could probably put, we'll say, my legs are shorter than the rest of my body. I I got little stumpy stompers. Yeah. So I think from my legs, Uh I'm lifting my leg up. You could definitely get at least. I could put like one, two, three. And a quarter. Still I could probably see, put, but you, you put one on the knee there. Are you going to be able to... Well, no, because I'm wearing high-waisted leggings, so I could probably oh, put another sub. Yeah, okay. And it yeah, look yeah. like a little happy to see you, but... If you put it right there, my leg look, look like a little little fupa. Yeah. So probably four, eight, but nine see, you're, total you're, if you're, I do one across you're, the fupa. You're, you're, you're counting the one right on the knee, though. You'd have to run with totally straight legs, which would be... Pretty <laughs> hilarious. If the, you, Does look like Gumby. You, you couldn't bend your knees. But this man, if he was smart, he would have gone to steal from Publix in cargo pants. They're popular again. Oh, they are back, He man. would have just looked like he was one of the Gen Zers, you yeah. know, just one with the times. And he could have really stole a lot. They're like, is that Paul Heath or Kylie Jenner? I can't tell over there. <laughs> so trendy. Paul Heath looks like Kylie Jenner. I mean, doppelgangers. This is David Mahoney. Comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What is a daily, like, inconvenience that you guys have? It could be major or minor that you just wish you could eliminate. Like, for my commute every morning, there's this one traffic light that will not turn green, and I always hit. And I just wish I could just always hit that green because it's a five-minute wait otherwise. Message deleted. Had the exact same thing that used to happen to me, and I say used to happen to me because I have actually changed the way that I come to work every day because there is a stoplight that is the best stoplight in the whole city. And sometimes when I drive past it, and I'm breezing right through because it's always green. I wonder if that stoplight also thinks about me on a daily basis because I appreciate that stoplight so much. The sensors are impeccable. You roll up, the light changes almost instantly. I've changed the way that I go to work. It's probably a more inconvenient way to go to work just so I can go through that intersection that is always a breeze. So what's something it's inconvenient that you can't help? 
Well, I mean, the, eating the drive-in eggs is not really that convenient. I would prefer to have a butler that uh, that drives me to work and uh, and a second butler that sits in the back oh, and so feeds me. so just driving in general yes, is an inconvenience. And, and That's feeds, fair. And feeds me. Oh, that would be a good one. Would that be nice? Yeah, just That'd have like nice. a little... Kind of like, here comes the train. Open your mouth. I feel like mine would be my brain just deciding not to give me like serotonin anymore or something. That's like a that's a that's an inconvenience. Your just brain just stopped. No more serotonin for you. Little ball of meat. Always gonna be sad now. Why? Just for now. We don't know why. There's no reason for it. Everything's going great. PMS. Like, what do you mean? Like, just before before like I just decide to like shed my uterus. That like yum. That like my body just like nope. Nopey nope. You're going to have body cramps and you're going to be a little sad and everything you do is just going to be annoying. Yeah. And it's going <laughs> to seem cloudy even when it's not. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Like, I feel we should get off. Ladies, stand with me. We should. We should. should get off. We should get off for periods uh, and we should get off for a PMS. Oh, I thought you were just saying that we should get off. Paid I'm like, leave. You should. Yeah, that would probably help a little bit. Paid leave. No, that's that. Sure, that helps like a moment, but then we just like get done and we're like, oh crap, <laughs> my belly still hurts. Well, I'm all bloated. <laughs> I'm dumb, like for real. It's just so dumb. Can you tell when your wife is about to start her period? Yes, because she is mean. <laughs> <laughs> Same, dude. Yesterday was a nightmare oh, in my house. Boy. Like, <laughs> poor, poor Dustin was like, like testing the waters, like you know, whenever you're like about to go into the lion's cage. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> he's like, hello. <laughs> it's like one of those scenes from a show where they like they will come upon like a well in the ground and they like throw a rock down there to see how, how deep, deep it, it is. Goes. <laughs> and if it, if it wakes anything up that's down there, yes, <laughs> like the Loch Ness monster living in the bottom of the well. My name is Audrey. Bring me crumble cookies, or you'll die. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Dave, I remember right after Halloween, you were talking about how people were partying around in golf carts in your neighborhood. Uh, I just left Lowe's and right parked out front. Coleman now makes an off-road golf cart that seats six. Uh, the sticker shock really wasn't as high as I thought it would be. It's ninety-nine ninety-nine. Uh, that's 9999 But I'm really, really tempted, and I think you should be, too. Message deleted. I mean, a six-seater golf cart, like, I'm at that point in dad life where, like, that, that's a flex. It's not impressive if the neighbor has, like, a, you know, BMW or a G-Wagon in the driveway to me anymore. It's kind of You like, live yeah, cool. in a circle. I know, and wouldn't that be awesome? You don't totally. let your kids play outside. I, Where are you picking them up from? I need. Well, <laughs> if I had a off-roading golf cart, I might be a little bit more open. I let my kids play outside. I just don't let them play directly in the street. Well, didn't you play in the street? At different times. <laughs> you can only say that for so long. Ah, people are you know they're on their cell phones now. They drive too you fast. You live in a gated uh, community. I know it's a. Uh, <laughs> If I just had a golf cart, I might be a little more open to it. So what? So you can be the distractive golf cart, golf cart driver I in your neighborhood? You're not going to hurt anyone in a golf cart. Yeah. Have you ever seen jackass? People get hurt all the time on golf carts. I mean, if you're trying to. I did actually hurt somebody on a golf cart one time, now that I think about it. What'd you do? Well, we were uh, we were golfing, as you do, with golf carts. And, uh, you know, may or may not have had a beverage or two. And oh, that's just part of golf. I think that that's the only way I've... You, feel like people golf. Yeah. I mean, if you're I'm, sober golfing, you're 65 plus. 
yeah, you're not playing like for me. I always go out there with this idea like this is going to be the best round of my life. And then after like two or three holes, I'm like, I am bad at golfing. I'll start drinking. I'm quite good at that. Uh, except for in this situation, I was reaching back behind me to I was driving the golf cart to uh, to grab a frosty beverage, as you do. Warm day. And I went around this corner and there's a hill. And I'd been around this corner where you go down this slight hill uh, a number of times. I just did not anticipate that uh, that my buddy was going to be directly there oh, at the bottom of the hill and that's I on turned him. around and as I turned back around I jammed the brakes but golf carts going down a hill with the wheels that they have don't exactly stop on a dime did you flip no but oh. I hit I hit him so hard that both mine and his windshield flew off the golf carts <laughs> it came so like I, that uh, it came like that yeah I just hid them in the bushes and pretended like it did I just gave them the golf cart back with no windshield I was like mm, they don't know what happened they never charged you. I didn't figure it out. <laughs> Not at the time. <laughs> I'm sure there was a net that had been rented out enough to where they were probably like, "Well, we don't even know who did this anymore." Yeah, I mean, it's uh, look. The windshield is clear. If you're not paying attention, you probably don't even notice that it's not there True. right away, and you're just like, "Well, that's a weird problem now." <laughs> How do you all save your money when there's so much exciting stuff to buy and so many sports bets to be made? Message deleted. Save money. This feels like targeted, like, because you know we don't. <laughs> the only way that I save money, and I'm not even kidding, is if they take it out of my check before it hits my bank account. For like, real? I, I have to set it up where, like, all of the, any sort of 401k or uh, benefits or w- whatever it is, like health savings plan, mm-hmm. I can't see that money. I can't touch it because otherwise it's gone. You know what would really help me save money? Hmm. Was um, I don't know if you remember this thing called the pandemic, mm. um, where yeah, I could I, well, I was that. locked inside uh, and there was nothing to spend money on. I spent a decent amount of time around you during the pandemic, and I remember you doing a whole lot of online shopping and talking about every day the ding dong. Yeah, but it was like five dollar. Tr- truly, in the grand scheme of things, it was like five dollar items. Like on Amazon, what can I really buy that's like a high ticket price? Well, you heard it here first, folks. Audrey Drake wants COVID to come back. I wouldn't mind working from home. Oh, God. (laughs) It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Audrey, you didn't have siblings that were that close to your age, so I'm curious, did you ever get into the hide-and-seek competitions with... Sure, if I was babysitting them. Okay. Yeah, for sure, because I definitely was at the age where, and this was also in the 90s, like, I was watching my... My siblings are like age 10 and 11. Right. So were you the one that was the expert hide and seek? Hider, finder, like what were you best at? Oh, no, at? I was always the counter. The counter, yeah. You, so that then they would them. hide. Yeah. And then their little giggles were always so cute, though. Yeah. My brother and my sister, if I remember them, it was always like at that age, like around four five. It's such a fun age and their little like belly mm-hmm. giggles or whatever. And I'd be like, okay, find you. <laughs> Can I tell and just you like, that leave them hidden it, for a while. It wasn't that long ago that I actually lost one of my children playing hide and seek. Um, I feel like we've talked about being lost during hide and seek, and you've never brought this up. Yeah, it was it was pretty traumatizing. We were actually walking around the house as our oldest child. It was probably a year ago or so, and it was still kind of pandemic-y, you know. And so we were finding just like fun stuff to do around the house, kind of like you did there for that couple of years mm-hmm. and uh, hide and seek became a pretty big thing mm-hmm. and we were looking for our daughter and could not find her it was getting to the point where we were like 
getting concerned. That's scary. Yeah, yeah like, did she like, get outside? Yeah, or, right. Yeah. Like, we're looking all over the place. And then eventually, she giggled. But it took probably 45 minutes for she her to giggle. She heard the panic in yeah. your girl's voice. She was hiding underneath one of the chairs in the dining room, but it's one of those chairs that has, like, the cover on it. It so wears it goes the skirt. Down, it goes down to the floor, and she was underneath that and curled up like a little ball. Very impressive hiding spot, but... Um, kind of terrifying mm-hmm. because she, at least in our mind, was just missing and she wasn't responding or yelling her name. She thought it was hilarious. Not as scary as this. A 15-year-old boy locked himself inside of a shipping container during a game of hide-and-seek and went missing for a week before he was discovered in another country. Ha! Teenage boy was discovered in a shipping container in Malaysia six days after he fell asleep inside of the container in Bangladesh. It took some time to communicate with the boy because, you know, different language, different countries. But eventually they figured out who he was, how he ended up in the shipping container and what his identity was, meaning we now know where he should go, which was back home to his original country. Um, And so they finally were able to make the arrangements to send the boy back home. So they... Tossed him back in the shipping container, and six days later, he arrived. So I've got a couple problems with this. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he's 15 years old and just, you know, maintaining his youth. Because a lot of 15-year-olds Too are cool. out smoking Too, pot. Yeah, smoking the drugs. But also, what are you doing playing hide-and-seek in a shipyard? It are does, you does, being forced to work under child labor? Are situations? you being trafficked? <laughs> like, what I is don't like happening this here. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does this smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on David Mahoney. So normally the misconnection features a couple of uh, creepy posts. Today we've got some real creepy posts. Oh no, Dave! <laughs> oh boy! Do I feel? Oh, am I going to feel like I need to take a shower? Uh, yeah. yeah. Really, they're that foul. Scalding hot oh, acid. Love this uh, for us. <laughs> Here we are, you know, just exploring through somebody else's. Is this secondhand embarrassment that we're going to feel I or don't shame? Think that these people are embarrassed or ashamed of what they have written. I mean, they po- they wrote it out and then posted it online. Knowing exactly that this is in a public forum and anyone can see it. They're going for it. Thank this, you for being so unaware and of yourself. Totally open. Uh, this first one is entitled Miracle. It is a man for a woman. Mm. I just happened to be walking my dog and I looked up at your apartment building and you were standing in your window topless. Ah, what's she doing doing uh, that? Uh, perfect as a figure cut out of a painting. I went home. And listen to classical music for an hour, trying desperately to recreate the feeling I had when I saw your breasts in the window. <laughs> that transcends serenity one only feels in the presence of art. Oh and now God. it gets weirder. No, it's, it still goes. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I feel so uncomfortable. When the music didn't work, I baked cobbler peach, my grandmother's most prized recipe, and sat on the floor of my living room eating it with my hands, savoring not only the taste but the warmth of the filling <laughs> and the just right flakiness. Did he outside. have sex with that peach cobbler? It sounds like he had sex with the peach cobbler. <laughs> <No. laughs> I could have been in the most remotest land on earth, untouched by civilization. My perception felt that pure. All afternoon, I've been floating inside. Those breasts were a minor miracle in the midst of this cold gray week. Thank you. 
I wanted it to stop so long ago. Uh, I wanted. I wish there was more. <laughs> he I had, need more. He was touching himself to Brahms, and he was like, this is not working. Mozart. Nope, not working either. Peach cobbler. <laughs> the peach cobbler. I know just the thing. I shall eat it with my hands. <laughs> oh, my God. He had sex with the you peach cobbler. definitely had sex he with the peach He used cobbler. that as lubricant. Mm. I hate him. Now, <laughs> let's take the script and flip it. This is a woman for a man. It's not oh, nearly no, as lengthy, ladies. but there is something going on here. It's no. entitled Cab Driver. No. Woman for man, 24. So she's younger, you know. She's got problems. Whether it was his <laughs> no. curly dark hair or his boyish smile, maybe it was the sound of Slayer softly playing in the background. <laughs> no, I couldn't shut up. take my eyes off his doughy physique. I might have fallen in love. I called later that evening offering ice cream. I wish it was me melting in his mouth. This is fake. I think his name started with a B. I know it was three letters. I like that you instantly think that it's fake because there's no way that a woman would ever, no. ever desire the you doughy know, cab driver you with know, Slayer playing. You know, exactly. That's it. You it's know how Slayer. I know it's, it's fake? Nobody's ever gotten turned on with the soft tunes of Slayer in the background. Like, True. <laughs> like I get you like metal. You like black, like, the, what is it, like, dark metal, black metal, what they sure, call it yeah, nowadays. Man. Like, you enjoy that, but you're not getting turned on with the soft rumblings of Slayer. Like, are you Norwegian? What are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody is turned on by death metal. <laughs> uh, this one, also uh, very romantic, and once again, involves food. So we have peach cobbler, we have ice cream, and now we head to the deli. Oh. This is a man for a woman, 65, not so a little, little older. You're pretty close. No, not the meats. Curly blonde hair at the deli slash adorable. You Aww. are always working the deli counter, and I just love your cute, curly, bouncy hair. Oh. I see you palm those hams, and I love it. Oh, God. You this always dark. slice my cheese just the right thinness, and your brilliant smile makes my Fridays better. I was there today, but I was too afraid to talk to you. Write me. I'd love to see how you handle meat. <laughs> Is this dude for dude? No, it's uh, it's it's man for woman. But he's talking about how she handles the ham, and now he wants to see her handle some other meat. It started His out, ham. It started out kind of cute, like, oh, like you, I, I was like too nervous curls. to talk to you, and then like, I'm on meat in your hands. You yeah. good meat slapping meat ham. Yeah, I want to show you my salami. This is just inappropriate. Mm. Hmm. This one also at work, it's entitled Lowe's. This is a man for a woman, and very similar to the last one. I don't know if this guy is just out here shooting a shot, but wow. Black curly hair, blue jeans, and a smile that made me walk the store looking for you. I helped you find what you were looking for in the store. Hopefully, you can help me find what I'm looking for in romance. Oh, my God. You told me you found what you were searching for. He he. Obviously, he did not put he he. He put he he. Okay. Spelled it out. He he he. Obviously, because I showed you where it was. Silly. No. Yeah. If I wasn't at work, I totally would have talked to you more, but... Hitting on our customers is frowned upon by management. You were stunning. Will it ever end, Dave? I will say. I mean, I, I will definitely give a dude a tug if he shows me where to find the thing I need to find at Lowe's. That is a confusing story. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, I could have probably have found this if I had just used their app. We heard this the other day. I, who but knew they I had just prefer this to ha- touch men. This whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he helped me find the nuts and bolts, and I helped him find the nuts as well. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Blitz, Blitz. glamour, Blitz. and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. 
is Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, I've got some fantastic news in the pop culture world. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3 is on the way, and all that we really know is that Baby Yoda and Zaddy are on a mission together. Daddy, Pedro Pascal. Mm-hmm. So we're not going Zaddy for him, we're going Daddy. Well, he calls himself Daddy. I know Daddy. he called himself Daddy, yeah, yeah, but... All right. I just uh, don't hear anybody really saying Zaddy anymore, oh, so that, it's that, just gone. I, is that over? It's out. Oh God, I'm so I'm so behind the times. I I, know that. No, I don't think you're behind. I I just don't feel like I've heard anybody mm. recently calling themselves Zaddy. So okay. I think we're All just right. sticking with Daddy Pascal. All we know moment. is that uh, the poster shows uh, Mando, who is Pedro Pascal, and uh, which, by the way, if you haven't seen Last of Us, which is the the show that he is currently in on HBO, it is fantastic. Audrey is caught up. Season. Uh, Episode three of season one. I have a bone to pick with you. Uh, oh, you do? Over this. Okay. You did not tell me episode three was going to do that to me. Okay. Well, you I need to be prepared for things like that. <laughs> if I tell you the show is excellent, it's not just one note. It's not just shooting zombies. There's going to be some emotional gay kissing fungus. as well. Okay. Fungus zombies. It is a fungus that crawls into your mouth and takes over your body. He does a fantastic job. Everyone else, I am so annoyed by all of their characters, but it's fine because... It's fine. I was going to do a little spoiler there, but it's just fine nope. because you don't have to tolerate them. For that long. For that long. Everyone <laughs> dies. Okay. <laughs> uh, Last of Us never played the video game. Love, love, love the show. Only three episodes in, but it is fantastic. And Mandalorian, uh, you know, don't think that we need to sing the praises of that. That obviously has been very successful throughout the first couple of seasons. Third season is on the way, and it is less than a month away, March 1st on Disney+. Plus. How do people have the time to do so many roles? Pedro Pascal has has been busy. Did you ever watch Narcos with him in it? Yes. Oh, man, that was so good, too. But that's been a minute. That's been a while. That's been a while. Uh, Wonder Woman with him in it, uh, terrible. He did that one uh, Nicolas Cage movie about Nicolas Cage. He was in that. That's he was. right. And that was actually a really insurmountable something of a huge talent, whatever it is. Something Nicolas Cage starring in a cage. <laughs> yeah, which was really good. Um, and then he did some kids movie as well that I can't remember the name of, but it's sort of like a bootleg superhero kids movie. Pedro Pascal is in that sure. as well. I was like, my kids were watching it one day on Netflix. I was like, oh, Pedro there's, Pascal, there's, there he is. There's Daddy. But you know what? His our uh, collective his, father. His star has risen quite quickly over the last couple of years because he's been so busy. And I love that everyone is starting to appreciate Pedro as much as we do. Yes. Yeah. But March first, it is back. Uh, speaking of things on HBO, uh, a lot of people are pretty upset that Westworld not only got canceled by HBO but also removed from the platform. Well, because we're going into this world where if you don't have a, a place to put your content, where are you going to go? I mean, if there's no archive, you can't like subscribe. What, uh, what do you mean you don't have a place to put the content? Is it server space? Do you need me to go buy you a hard drive, HBO? Like, should I go to Best Buy and get you a terabyte? No, drive? it's because like- they're they're merging with the Discovery Plus. Know, we were talking about silly. yesterday that all of these mergers are happening. So if the content doesn't fit with the person who bought the company if discovery plus doesn't want hbo to have westworld then they ultimately get to choose also can we be honest westworld was good in the first season and then it was not season two was okay season three the one with aaron paul and i love aaron paul bleh terrible didn't make any sense to the original storyline once you started moving away from the Hot robot sex, uh, it really just fell off. Sure, but I mean, I think it's kind of freaky that we have all of this content, and if somebody just decides that they don't want it on their platform, there's nowhere else for that. You can't watch that anymore. It's just in the ether. Now, that has changed. That's what the story is about. Roku will begin streaming uh, content in spring of 2023, while Tubi will begin rolling out uh, this content as early as this month. Um, So, important shows like Westworld. Roku? Mm -hmm. What do you mean? Roku doesn't have its own app. Roku is the device itself. 
I, so they, Tubi they have, they is... have started their own streaming app. Really? Yes. Yeah. And so Roku and Tubi are going to be streaming content like Westworld, Raised by Wolves, the very important, I believe, award-winning F-Boy Island, uh, Cake Boss, The Nevers, The Bachelor, Legendary. So there's going to be all kinds of stuff. Huh. Mm-hmm. Wait, I'm so confused. I want to know more because I am a Roku person. You're a Roku person. A lot of people are. It's so cheap to have a Roku. It's like 10 bucks to have a Roku. Yeah. So I need to know more about the fact that Roku is getting into the streaming realm that well, you don't so, have yeah. to just have the app. Is it is Roku partnered with Tubi? So the deals were made with Warner Brothers Discovery and then Roku and Tubi together. That's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. So Oh man, they're going to charge us more. They always do. Dude, it's getting to the point where I, I was just talking about this on the phone with my mom yesterday. You're getting to the point where we're we're all we're all done. Paying more than cable. Of course we're we are. We're so dumb. Yes, we're just And we're if idiots. anything, we're the companies are so excited because they're getting more money mm-hmm. out of us directly than they yeah. would have gotten us through cable or direct TV or Cox and whatever it is that you mm-hmm. use. A couple of shows coming back since everyone, I guess, wants reboots. Uh, King of the Hill is going to be revived by Hulu. Okay. Uh, so the original Wait, what do you series- mean, okay? Were you not a King of the Hill person? I mean, it's been like 20 years. It's My life is fine without King of the Hill. But you don't watch adult cartoons like that. Not really. And did you ever? Uh, I was never... When you weren't 15? Hmm. Not really. You weren't Simpsons. You weren't Family Guy. You weren't South Park. For a while there. Bob's Burgers. No Bob's Burgers. Uh, Family Guy in its heyday, absolutely. Like, that was a great, great, great show. Yeah. Uh, Simpsons? Ah, Did you know, know that Simpsons is the number one show on Disney Plus over everything? On Disney Plus? Over is it? No. every really? single thing. Yes, isn't what? that nuts? Over, like, The Little Mermaid everything. and, like, all their movies? Simpsons. Simpsons. Huh. Which is crazy because I was never a Simpsons girl. Like I enjoy adult cartoons, yeah. um, but I, I was never into the Simpsons like that. Yeah, I always enjoyed it, but I never like sought it out. You know, over everything. Wow, how about that? <laughs> is that, nuts? that is nuts. And then uh, something else being rebooted is Frasier. Was anyone asking for Kelsey Grammer to return as Doctor Frasier Crane? Hey, man, let's another win for radio. <laughs> <laughs> it's never going to die. <laughs> Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMB. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Dave and Mahoney bring you Bleeped BS. It's got to be your bull. Wow. Sana's with us for a round of Bleep BS. How are you today? Thank you for joining us. Hi, I'm good. How are you guys? Good. So do you have a dirty mind? Okay, good. good. She's good. a lady, that Dave. That will help you get through this game. Uh, there's nothing dirty being said in any of these clips. So all you have to do is figure out what's actually being talked about. And Audrey, who is also a lady, she just had her uh, mind scrubbed, her whole inside of her head scrubbed with a, a lot of dong or dawn. 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 Not dong. Sorry. I, um, but yeah, so, so she's going to be on your team today trying to help you out. And all these things are just kind of pulled from pop culture. So you're trying to not get distracted and figure out what's being said. So do I get to help her through the whole thing? Whole like thing. it's just kind of there's like only, I'm just there's only three. Guiding just got, you got to get two out of the three. That's it. You guys are playing as a team. All right. I actually am pretty good at this game. Okay. So hopefully I will be able to help you and um, help you win today. So all right. We'll this see. first one is. And you know what? Mm. Normally, when I listen, I'm pretty good at it. But now that I'm in the hot seat, I feel like I'm going to 
Get no, 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 no. We're we're moving forward with self confidence. Okay, you keep your you confidence got high. Here we go. The first one, Seth MacFarlane was on Heart to Heart with Kevin Hart, and he started reminiscing. Uh, so, what did Seth MacFarlane have twenty one years of? Here is the clip. Forty yeah. five. Sure, let's you're forty five, yeah. and you've had twenty one years of your that. life of what of. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. Look how you breathe with that. You- <laughs> so did he have 21 years of a stupid voices, B successful TV or C terrible hairstyles? One more time with the answers. Is it a did he have 21 years of doing stupid voices? B 21 years of successful TV or C 21 years of terrible hairstyles? Well, he says in that clip. Mm hmm. How do you breathe with that? So mm. I don't feel like that would have anything to do with a hairstyle. Okay. That's just me sussing out here. Now, also, one and two are the same answer. <laughs> like, kind of, yeah. Y- yeah. Like, <laughs> you've been successful because of your voices. Because of your stupid voices, yeah. So that's kind of tough. Um mm. I don't know how to really answer that because literally, your successful voices have made you successful on TV. Um Sana, what do you think? That's a good point. Um, but for some reason, I'm leaning with option one. With stupid voices? Stupid voices. I'm sorry uh, that is incorrect. It was successful uh-oh. TV. 45! Yeah. Sure, let's You're 45 yeah. and you've had 21 years of your that. life of successful TV. What? Of successful TV. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure. Look how you breathe with that. You- <laughs> well, but honestly, also not really all the way true because Family Guy was canceled at one point. Was it? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Okay. Kevin Hart was wrong. <laughs> not all the way true. Here we go. On to, uh, on to number two. You got to get these next two correct. Uh, this is actually us talking about some car troubles that I was having. And I said something was possibly living in my car, and we were trying to figure out what was possibly living in my vehicle. It was me and Mahoney and Audrey trying to suss it out. Here we go. Wanted to live in the car. Like, you can live here rent-free. It's it's fine. You take up a lot of space. Oh, if you could drive me home. Designated uh, I think he's going to give me a d- I was thinking more like a like a, sl- a sl- Yeah. So what do we think what? was possibly living in the Dude, car? Dude, I'm a part of the show and we had no clue what Same. we were talking about. Same. No How long idea. ago was this? No idea. <laughs> what? what was possibly living in my car? Was it A, a demon, B, a drunk hobo, or C, a wiener dog, a Datsun, a Dachshund? Dachshund. 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 Can we hear it one more time? Because sure. now that I know that it's either a Dachshund, a demon, or a huh? A drunk hobo. A drunk a drunk hobo what? A drunk hobo. Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> Wanted to live in the car. Like, you can live here rent-free. It's fine. D-D. You can take up a lot of space. Oh, if you could drive me home. Designated d- uh, I think he's going to give me a d- I was thinking more like a... Like a sl- A sl- Yeah. Again. What are we talking about? <laughs> no idea. No, no idea. It's got to be because Mahoney loves puns. So, the options were... It's got to be either a drunk hobo... Or a dachshund, because he would have said DD otherwise. A drunk demon. A drunk demon. No, this is so dumb. What in the world? He loves it. Okay, but 
I feel like I did hear this, and I feel like it was a few weeks ago when you're saying you were having car problems, and then that your wife was having car problems, and then you mentioned so it's how a much demon. It's a demon taking over the car, so it would have been a DD. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, girl, yeah, girl. I think I'm remembering. I think it's the drunk demon. It was possessing his car. Yes, that is correct. <laughs> Still don't remember it. Let's see. Thank you for we, helping because I had no clue. I can't believe that you remember that and we don't, and we were the ones <laughs> saying, the one it. saying it. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about so much. Have time. a listen without the bleeps. Wanted to live in the car, like you can live here rent free. Fine, you take up a lot of space. Oh, if you could drive me home, designated demon. Uh, he's give me a demon. I was thinking more like a like a slimer. A slimer. Yeah. Okay. What's a slimer? Well, I still say that with question mark. Sure. What is a slimer? You don't know who slimer is? No. You that's never why watched I, Ghostbusters? The question. No, actually, I've never seen it all the way through. Oh my god. Okay. It's um, so dorky. You're a dork. Yes, but that's not my part. That's not my lane. Eighties <laughs> dork is not me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that was the nineties, ma'am. Was it? Yeah. Oh, I was still a tiny tot. All right. Uh, so you're on the board, and you got one correct, and all you have to do is get this last one right, and you win. Okay? These have been tough. This okay. is Brendan Fraser was on the Drew Barrymore Show, and uh, where he was the first person ever to do something for her, and you're trying to figure out what was Brendan the first guest to ever do. Thank you. Nobody's ever f***ed my p*** before. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am... So excited to be with you. It sounds like fluffed my pillow before. Oh, okay. Well, that is actually one of the options. Is it A, hug and lift her, B, fluff my pillow, C, bring her a fruit basket? Can we hear it one more time, please? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Nobody's ever fluffed my before. <laughs> wow. I am so excited to be with you. I. It sounded like fluff her pillow to yeah, you. Okay, it did. that sounded like something and else. And I haven't entirely seen this me. clip. I have no clue. So don't take that as my, <laughs> like, as me knowing because no, I've seen the clip. I mean, the fact that you said that before I even gave you the options is really something. I think that that's what it is. Okay. What do you I think, Seth? There's a part that when he's done, like she's done talking, she kind of I heard like a. Puff. So I'm guessing it's fluff my pillow. Fluff my pillow for the win. You got it. <laughs> Thank you, Audrey. You are so welcome. Let's listen to it without the bleeps. Thank you. Nobody's ever fluffed my pillows before. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I am so excited to be with you. That is just so sweet. I just love both of them. They both, I mean, they both have had pretty hard lives. And they figured it out. And you know what? I'll say this much. Uh, Drew Barrymore has a whole line of home goods now, including air fryers. I have not just a Drew Barrymore air fryer, but also a a skillet, because my wife wanted both of those for the holidays, and they are wonderful. Who would have thought you, Dave Farah, that's right, watching her as a young child on ET, you would have been like, you know what, one day you're going to be in my home making little Drew Barrymore bacon made my (laughs) breakfast today. (laughs) I love you. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So, I did not see this coming. Uh, We've had a couple of NFL players over the years that have talked about saving almost all of their money, and the one that comes to mind is Gronk. Uh, Because Gronk didn't spend a single penny of his actual NFL salary while he was in the NFL. 
on anything. He would just spend like his endorsement money and the extra cash that he made from doing things outside of actually playing. Which is still a significant amount of money. So let's not act like it wasn't like, I mean, no, but I mean, to not touch any of the money like that does take discipline, especially when I imagine there's a whole lot of ways that you can spend a whole bunch of money. But Gronk, as far as like being an ambassador, because I mean, you got to think that he's, he's doing the the field goal kick for FanDuel at the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. He is a USAA ambassador. Um, he does the shoe thing for whatever company that is. He's done a lot of stuff. Like yeah. He's a very... You wouldn't think that Gronk would be like, let's make that guy the face of our company, but he is actually an excellent spokesperson. Uh, so the fact that he has been so successful in that way while also not spending any of his money is impressive for somebody that everyone thought was kind of the young, dumb meathead guy. Well, because he is the, the young meathead guy. Yeah. I don't know if he's dumb, but I mean, he, he plays his persona yeah. is definitely dumb. He's the jock young, I'm going to rip, rip my shirt off while at the dance club and, and hop around and make everyone do keg stands. It's either thing. he actually is pretty business savvy or he's just got a great team surrounding him. And I think it might be a little bit a mixture of a tiny bit of both. I don't know. But um, his well, brothers seem pretty business savvy. And he's talked about that, how, you know, he keeps like his original friends around him as well as, you know, his brothers and everything else. And they really helped kind of balance him out, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But I did not expect to hear this from. Ocho Cinco, Chad Johnson. Okay, wait. Yeah, I follow Ocho Cinco. Do you really? I do. What is what is his social media like? Um, it's definitely a lot of feet. He was obsessed with feet, and oh. um, he also talks about how he believes that he should be in the conversation sometimes whenever we're talking about Nick Cannon, um, because he literally would find women who are athletic and be like, "Okay, tell me, can, like, what is your lateral like? Like, how can you move? Are our children going to be able to do a forty? Like, what are like?" I don't want models. I want athletes. So he used to literally breed with the women so that he could have athletic children. And he's also pretty cheap and obsessed with Rihanna. I can go on. You sure can. The the things that I know about Ojasinko kind of is extensive for whatever reason. I don't know. I just find him fascinating. In his own words, he is, in fact, very cheap. I had no idea. He made $48 million over his 11 seasons in the league, so he made a ton of money. But uh, he said that he used to do things like fly Spirit Airlines when he was flying alone to save money. He would wear fake chains. I mean, it's something. Fly private? Shh. I ain't flying private. Spirit. Put me on Spirit. Exit row, window seat. That's all I need. As long as I get from point A to point B. I don't need private. So I actually watched this interview. This is at, uh, with Sharon Sharp, I believe. Mm-hmm. Again, I don't know why. I just find him so fascinating. He has actually told women that if we're going on dates, it's going to be to places like McDonald's. Like That's I'm not something. he's like I'm not going to be whining and dining you especially if we're if we're together for the first like little bit. Like you even we're even going to go Dutch. Like I'll take you to McDonald's, you're going to be paying Can for you it. Imagine like, like you're some Instagram influencer, professional hot chick and you finally Chad Ochocinco, no, who made forty eight million dollars, is showing interest, and then he takes you to McDonald's, and you have to pay. He's not. It, again, I say he was literally not wedding and betting women who were Instagram models. It's like athletes. It's you're wild. the athletic one. You're the one who's going to pass those jeans down. N- not necessarily. You can. He was like he was saying for people like Nick Cannon, what they don't understand is that you're going to be producing all of these left two left feet type kids who have nothing to offer because okay. whoever you're breeding with had nothing to offer. It is wild to hear him talk about it. But um, yeah, above all else, him just being so obsessed with feet and so outwardly 
obsessed about feet is what makes me giggle the most. You know, He's always posting toe pics on whatever Twitter. Whatever makes you happy, that is not something that I understand, but good for you, Otrocinco. And he also is a bit of a mentor to younger players, saying that his message is to young players not to increase their spending if they receive better pay for their performances. He said you can get to a point in your career where your name becomes bigger than anything you can purchase, and that's the value. Absolutely. I mm-hmm. mean, I think that that actually is really good advice. Why would you have to put money down if you are who you are? You know, like, why would Gronk have to put money down if you're Gronk? You're Gronk. The fact that your name is tied to, I don't know, USAA is massive enough. You're Gronk. You're Tom Brady. You shouldn't have to pay in because... Yeah, but like Gronk, Tom Brady, sure. But like Ocho Cinco, like, do you think of Ocho Cinco as one of those guys that carries a lot of weight? Because even during his playing years... Like $48 million always... is more than I've ever had. No, no. I mean, he, he did great. I'm just shocked that he is as frugal as he is. And I say good for him. Probably because he think... knew that he had a career that was going to be fleeting. Like He was like, all or right, I'm going to was... go to the Bengals and then I'm not going to play football anymore. And then I'm going to try going into uh, soccer also didn't work out for him. So oh, I then, forgot about that. Yeah, so yeah. then he's going to go and then just talk about being on FIFA all day and, like, breeding. <laughs> breeding <laughs> and feet picks. And playing soccer on video games. Hell of a life he's living, man. It's a better life. This is Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Audrey, I'm super excited for you, and I'm cheering for you in your new adventure in this diet that you're doing, including the reading part. And don't get discouraged about the nonfiction books. Keep in mind, you can read books like biographies and autobiographies and also the history and any subjects that you're interested in. You don't just have to read a book to learn something and try to, you know, all that bull. Message deleted. Okay, so checking in on how the uh, the hard 80 are going. Uh, did you drink a full gallon of water yesterday? No. Did you avoid all of the things that you were supposed to be avoiding as far as consuming sugary items and whatnot? No, I ate a cannoli. Did you do two workouts, including one outside for at least 45 minutes No, each? yesterday was a mental health day. Mental health day, got it. So you're starting over, so is today day one, or are we going to wait till maybe get it going? Well, Monday? but here's the thing, is that The working out part is what's really hindering my abilities to do this. I don't have a gym membership currently. So I was just going to go walk outside for a time. Okay. Um, But you have really gaslit me, Dave, into thinking that I will never be able to accomplish this. So I'm giving up. So you're giving up and it's my fault. Yes. Got it. You have looked at me in my eyes and said, you will never accomplish this. And guess what? So many times. Look at me in the eyes. I was right. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. What is a story you'd love to tell but hardly ever get a chance to? Message deleted. You are asking the wrong people. We have four hours stories. a day to sit here and tell every single story. I understand that there are a lot of good stories that you know maybe we couldn't tell fully on the radio. There is definitely a lot of stories that I have that... I can't tell not just because we're on the radio, but also because it would incriminate me or the people that I care about. <laughs> so there, there's plenty of things that I have not shared over the years. But for the most part, I mean, the really good stories, like the ones where, you know, we poop our pants and it's embarrassing. Those get shared quite a bit and rightfully so. They I feel like I be. overshare and it's mm-hmm. really annoying. Like, I always want to be this mysterious, sexy, like, ooh, like, what is she? I want to know more about her. And it's like, I just tell everything. 
Yeah. On air, mm-hmm. at least. Yeah. So it's like, if you listen to the show, you will know so much about me. <laughs> so mysterious. Good thing no one listens to this crap. Yeah. It does crazy. help. So, but I have a question though, Dave. Do you find yourself after the show, do you still talk about yourself as much as you do off air? Definitely not. I don't either. It's really funny because I've had people be like, it's really hard to get to know you. And it's like, I have just sell so or tell so much of my life for four hours that I just am like, I'm so drained. Like, does that make sense? It's like, I feel like I've just talked about myself. Does your boyfriend ever ask you like, hey, like what, what did you guys talk about today or what's going on? Because yeah. my wife will do that. She's like, you know, so just making much. small talk, just like, you know, catching up. And, and I think about the fact that we sit here for four hours a day and we talk about everything that's going on in the world and our lives. And then my wife asks me and I'm like, no, I don't know. Nothing. It's kind of like whenever your Nothing's kid goes happening. to school and you ask them, what did you learn in school today? Nothing. <laughs> it's the same concept, right? Like yeah. legit just had this conversation yesterday with my boyfriend. He was mm-hmm. like, what'd you guys talk about? And I'm like, honey, it is so hard for me to just tell you one thing like, because no we talk about so much for four hours. And not only that, we talk to a Twitch stream also in between the songs. Right. So it's never ending. Like I, it's, it's constant. I can give you the, our prep sheet. If you'd like to look at our prep sheet, I can bring it home. You can thumb through it and see all the, you know what I will remember from today is the creepy misconnection. If you said to me in five years from now, do you remember the misconnection that involved Peach Cobbler? I, I'm going to say yes. He had sex with the Peach Cobbler. The dude, the, the, he didn't say it, but we know it. He had sex with the Peach Cobbler. Yeah, you can listen back to that on our podcast later to search David Mahoney. But it, truly, there are certain things that are the only one thing that'll stick out in my mind. Yeah. And I wouldn't have even remembered that. What's funny is that it's always, it's always like it the yesterday. worst stuff. It's like the dude having the relations with the peach cobbler, me pooping myself on a golf course, you with your Alabama butt worms. I mean, like, there's just certain things that are going to define us for all of the <laughs> our, all of well, our What's days. Mahoney got? Or does, what does Mahoney have? Uh, Mahoney's got so much. The fence post is the thing that I think of. That's the first thing? The fence post. Beating the meth head with the the fence post? Beating the meth head with the fence post. Ah, good times. Please leave a message after the tone. Anyone who has a brother or sister knows that they've made bets with them before. So Dave and Audrey, what's the biggest wager you've ever made with one of your siblings? Message deleted. One million dollars and I lost the bet. What? Oh, to one of your siblings. Yeah, I thought my, you meant like real life. No, Jesus. Like, no, Dave, no, are no. you okay? Uh, no, I am not. <laughs> I've been trying to sell my foot pics for years and it's not working. <laughs> You're on the wrong website. I Am bet I? we could find you some, uh, some much, whales. Should, should we should we see like what we could get for, uh, what do you think is the max that you could get for a foot pick and the max that I could get for a foot pick and the max that Jordan could get for a foot I don't pic? know because here's the thing. I was looking online and there was a girl who was talking about how she's been posting her mom's feet <laughs> to feet finder well you say ew but there's no face attached so what's the problem it's just a foot yeah but it feels weird like how are you getting pictures of your mom's feet does she know yes the, oh mom's in on it so but oh, i thought she was like your mom's just like chilling on the recliner and she's like well no because you have to have a well sometimes people like the gross feet but for mm. the most part like the the white toenail polish oh, i've that's investigated the white toenail polish um you've looked into this you've looked into this with the idea <laughs> well, of because Feet Finder, like on like TikTok or whatever, uh-huh. occasionally my algorithm, if I watch too many videos about that, it'll continue Audrey, until I stop. Will you be honest? Have you thought about selling feet pics? Um, Is that considered prostitution in no, a way? What do you mean? Like, I mean, if you're well, it's selling... It's no different than OnlyFans. Right. You I sell mean, subscriptions. But, right. But is, that, is it sexual? I mean, it's sexual content to some people. 
Sure. I mean, that's the whole premise, right? It's what are you going to do with the feet pet, feet picks? Right. So, I mean, is that a form of like, does it, are, are you a sex worker if you sell feet picks only? Listen, my ego is so fragile mm-hmm. that if I even were to think about doing OnlyFans, the thought of somebody not immediately, the, th- the thought of me not becoming the most paid person on OnlyFans, <laughs> it just would deplete my ego. Like if I just had two people subscribing, you were- I would literally dig my own grave and just lay <laughs> just in it. Just lay in it. Be like, <laughs> just like take skits. a picture of this too. Like somebody, maybe I'll get like a different market. Like, oh, like the grave, <laughs> the grave, bo- the grave boobies. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't I I have thought about all of these things, but my ego will She's not lie. But the only thing sticking out are the boobies. <laughs> Just bury everything except <laughs> Oh, it's cold outside today. <laughs> Call or text us at 833 Yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz. Let's all play the movie quote quiz on Dave and Mahoney. Hey, Mike, how you doing today? Mike, 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 Mike. Can you hear me, Mike? Yes, I'm there, here. There you go. Uh, you're you're here for the movie quote quiz. Audrey is going to be your assistant today in trying to help you score these points. Uh, Audrey's traditionally good at this game as long as the movies are kind of in the bubble of what you'd expect that Audrey would be into. <laughs> if you go all the way back to the to the early aught days of uh, the 2000s, she's I was, good I was for born some in '91. Right? I didn't. I'm not really like versed on 70s and 80s movies which Mahoney is obsessed with and Jordan loves to put those in here so we'll see also nerd culture I know nothing about Marvel so hopefully there's nothing nerdy in here we're not going back to the 70s or 80s on any of these oh, good. I think okay. that you'll actually do well Mike uh, you've got to get four out of the five but again Audrey can help you out as much as she is able to today if you get one correct today you'll hear the screaming eagle of success if you get it incorrect it's the disapproving pony before we get started, one question for you. Are you a movie buff? Do you feel like you're going to be pretty good at this game? Yeah, I like movies pretty good. Okay. You like movies pretty good. All right. Here we go with the... Is your name Mike, by the way? Am I getting this right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. Here we go with the first one. Mr. Soze rarely works with the same people for very long, and they never know who they're working for. One cannot be betrayed if one has no people. So, why are you telling us? Because you have stolen from Mr. Soze, Mr. Fenster. All of you. That you did not know you stole from him is the only reason you are still alive. He feels you owe him. You will repay your debt. That one takes us all the way back to 1995. So probably outside of Audrey being able to help out. Mike, do you know it? I don't know that one. Mm, nothing from Audrey either. It's a good one, and Mahoney is going to be very upset at both of you for not getting this. The usual suspects is what you're looking for there. Still nothing. Audrey, you never have you heard of the usual yeah. suspects? Okay. Yeah, I've just never seen All right. it. All right. All right, moving on. Here we go. On to number two. Uh, you got to get these next four correct, but again, Audrey here to help out. I am not sweet, and you should know that about me. I am the enemy. Look, you should be happy for me. You don't know what he says to me in private. Maybe it is love. As much as it can be for somebody... Who sold you to Humble Pie for 50 bucks in a case of beer? Audrey not looking like she can help out a lot. Mike, anything from you? You got me on that one too, Dave. Hmm. Not a clue. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, you got to get three out of five in order to win today. <laughs> what even was that? <laughs> that was almost famous. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. I mean, great movie, but I that is not a part that I would have known from that movie at all. Uh, a lot of people in the chat, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney, did get that right today. It's okay. We're moving on. Here we go on to number three. Audrey, I'm thinking that maybe you'll be able to help maybe. with this one. Okay. Maybe. We'll oh. see. Anyway, like I was saying, shrimp is the fruit of the sea. You can barbecue it, boil it, broil it, bake it, saute it. There's um, shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp. Coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp. Mm-hmm. Audrey? Does he have it? He's the one playing the game. Okay, Mike, do you need some help or do you got it I on got your it. own? It's Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. There you go. Well done. We are on the board. We got one correct. Uh, Copper said, don't feel bad, Mike. Um, I was also 0 for 2 on the first couple there. Here we go on to number four. Again, you got to get these last two in order to win today. This one comes to us from 2004. I was born two pounds, one and a half ounces. I used to tell me I thought to get into this world. And I put my way out. That's all I want to do, Frankie. I just want to fight you to do it. I got what I need. I got it all. Okay, well, that was sped up. <laughs> I hope. If not, I would never want to watch that movie that way ever. <laughs> Um, I don't know. Can I, I I was just so thrown off with the audio being sped up. Can you give me a hint? Cause you know, the answer I do. It's is uh, it, is it, it sounded like there was some in the background, like a respirator of sort. Yeah. Is it, is it star Wars? It's not star Wars. Oh God. That was my guess. All right. Uh, Mike, do you have any guesses or do you need another hint? I could use another hint. Okay. Uh, Hillary Swank. Million dollar baby. Million dollar baby. He got it. Well done. Whoa. From the, from the, from the paint. Good job, Mike. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you got that because I would never. Final, final one. You get this, you win. You don't get it, you lose. This one from 2005. Good luck. You are too much for me, ass. You sound a horse and bitch. I wish I knew how to quit you. <laughs> then why don't you? Why don't you just let me be, huh? No. Because of you, Jack, that I'm like this. For the win, Mike. That is broke back mountain. You know it. Oh, oh, Mike, good job. Oh, Nothing's gonna ever keep you down. You're the best. Oh, Started out a little wobbly, but we we, we, ste- got there. we steadied on up and finished off with Broke Bad Mountain. Well done, buddy. Good job. It's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. All right, Audrey, I need your uh, your guidance on this because I feel like I have uh, have gotten on, uh, on my soapbox about this in the past, and okay. I don't know if I still belong there or not. What is the proper etiquette? When it comes to honking at someone that when you're several cars back. So let's say like you're at a... It's not your place. You're at a stoplight and you're, it's not your place is what you're saying? No. So let's say you're three cars back. That's the duty of the second person in line. But what if the second person isn't honking and the light is obviously green? 
and the I person's not going. The lesson here is we need to practice patience. Where are you going? Where are you so excited to be? It's not that I'm so excited to be there. It's that I need to be there at a specific time. And you You've are said this when we're leaving, driving leaving here. me crazy. Go. <laughs> you go. It's a green light. The, you, you are an apologist, and maybe I shouldn't be asking you this. Maybe I should be asking everyone that's listening today, 833-YO-DUMMY, yeah. if you have an opinion on it. Uh, but you have said multiple times that you understand and empathize because you are one of those people that will be so engrossed in your phone and not paying attention to you know, the world around you, like the light has turned green. You're trying to put words in my mouth. That's not true. Okay. I have been on my phone like a lot of people do when they're at red lights. I'm not the only one. Of course you're not the only one, but you're one of the people that will be so absorbed in your phone that you won't be paying Accidents attention. Accidents happen, sure. How long will you be sitting there? A second, but not what I'm a saying- second. You've said that you won't even honk at somebody. Why are we arguing if it's like about 10 this? Seconds. <laughs> the person behind you—that's mm-hmm. their duty. Okay. The person behind me—they should be honking. Because it happened to me the other day where I was waiting patiently oh. at a, a light that had turned green. It is a virtue. And uh, the person was not going, and I had not honked, and the person behind me honked, and I'm like, "Are you honking at me?" Don't honk at me. There's See, people in front of me. See, that's why it's not. But the per- that's why it gets a little, but here's little the thing. wacko whenever you go too far it, back in the line as a honker. It worked. It worked. The person at the front of the line noticed. Are we sure it was because of that, or are we just Can't probably sure. they just looked Can't be up? Sure. I mean, maybe they just looked up. But I mean, you know, it'll make you look up quicker. A honk. <laughs> Do you honk at all? Yeah, for sure. Huh? But you you get angry when people honk at you. Um, I honk when people cut me off. And there's a okay. lot of that happening when people just pull out in front of you. Like I do like a right turn whenever because I drive primarily like in the lane. If I'm going to be going on to a freeway or whatever, I have some foresight. So I'll be over on the far right lane. And so people pull out and they don't go fast enough. And so you honk at those people. No, if they just pull out in front of me, that oh. just ha- or oh, you sure, know, it's yeah. not doesn't happen all of the time. But that is just an example. It does drive me crazy, uh, but I normally don't honk when people pull out and they start going too slow. In my head, I'm very aggressively honking. Like, uh, yeah. like you are such a loser. Like, how are you that brave where you could pull out in the obviously fast-moving traffic and then not understand where the gas pedal is? That's pretty annoying. That's I annoying. agree. Uh, but I'm, I, I will honk through if there is, you know, like a three to five second beat of no one else honking and the person is still sitting there. Five seconds is a long time. See, this is your Karen. You call me a Karen, and I have a, I have admitted, and I am like just, leaning into it. That's you being a Karen right now. That's only been three seconds. Now it's been five seconds. That, didn't Dave, that feel I, like an eternity? Dude, I'm here like with you in this Karen journey that you you're on. You gotta honk. You gotta honk. You asked for me to be your sensei. I can definitely lead you to the Karen light if you'd like to. This is just an awakening. Oh this is your God. moment for you to realize that you are a driving Karen. Hold it's on fine. a second. Jordan, who is easily the worst driver out of all of us, I'm just came dancing in here with an opinion that is absolutely wrong. What did you just say? The horn is a signal. You use it to alert people of a specific thing. You don't press it just because you're angry. Incorrect. I think that they should have 
two horns in a car. They Look should have him, a Look happy horn, and Karen. they should have an angry horn, and I would definitely use the angry horn more. The horn so is, an exte- it is an extension of my anger. <laughs> You're so proud of you. Why? Because I'm leaning into my anger. Welcome to the Karen light. I am a Darren. Because all of us, it's just so annoying when people oh. are like, oh, oh my God, I can't believe she's Karening. We all have things that annoy us. I love it when we figure out what are the things that we love to care about. This is yours. This is your Karen moment, and okay. I love it. I'm going to go. I'm going to go full Karen on you, Jordan. How dare you say? How dare you tell me how my horn identifies? My horn identifies I your as an angry tool. <laughs> A tool. Let the hate I feel, flow through you. Linda, I feel like I am your Chancellor Palpatine. Yes. Like just channel yes. it, feel it. Let the hate flow through you. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yeah, Gas dude. me up quite literally. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we're just finding out, we're just finding this out about you. You know, I, you know what? I I do feel like I need one of those like bro train horns on my car. No, you just need truck nuts on the back of your car. That, uh, you know, truck nuts that I can shoot at people. Yeah, like a little truck nut catapult. <laughs> It's just called what? Like it's your seed? <laughs> just spitting out? <laughs> no, because like I don't a- want to impregnate the the Volvo next to me. <laughs> this is David Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for David Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. Eight three three yo dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. This was like 10 years ago, and it was during the, uh, the porn convention. And we had this little private room for showing jewelry watches. And these two porn stars came in, and they propositioned me. They said, hey, can we go in that room and get it on? I'm like, well, no. And at the time, I was making over 100000 a year, so I didn't want to lose my job. But then after, I told my boss, and he basically told me I was a jerk-off. He said, I would have covered for you because there was cameras all over that place. And just to be there and just watch them go at it would have been fun. And then maybe, you know, jump in at some point. <laughs> Message deleted. So your biggest regret in life is not allowing a couple of porn stars to get it on in front of you when it could have cost you your job. I feel like you probably made a good decision. Well, no, he's saying that his boss would have covered for him. I mean, the boss said that in hindsight. It's still, it's like if you're... If you really have a job where you're making $100,000 a year and then you don't risk your livelihood to see two chicks hook up in front of you that you can literally just go on the Internet and Mm. see hooking up at any point, Mm. I feel like you made the right decision. If that's your biggest regret, you're doing fine. Do you have a biggest regret? I mean, other than joining this radio show? Stop. That is, that's not even top close. Five, top five? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, no I, I definitely am one of those people that I think that ugh, everyone's going to be like, Bleh. but I really do think that we learn and you grow through mistakes. Mm-hmm. So um, even though I hate them and I think about them and I have arguments in the shower with myself over the mistakes that I've made in my life, um, you definitely become a better version of you if you learn from them. There's, I don't feel like there's any mistake that I've, you know, touched the stove twice and burned myself twice on. Yeah. Then that, then that would be my greatest mistake because I went back. Because you, you keep making the same mistake. Yeah, I think yeah. that, that a lot of people do that. It's like, how do you not understand? Fire is hot. Quit yeah. touching it. <laughs> uh, it's just interesting. I uh, just never made a mistake, so I just I, I can't imagine what that feels like. <laughs> there's just so many. Right. Just such a long list. But I mean, there's nothing that like sticks out to you either. No, nah, because they're all there's just so much stupid stuff. I feel like whenever people use that as an example, they're always like, "There was the one that got away." 
Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I didn't I didn't shoot my shot or no, whatever this, this it is, is or a... I didn't take that job opportunity or whatever it is like it just because it wasn't meant for you. And that's the beauty of, of life is it is, is your perspective. Yeah, it's not if, it's not the it one that got away. This is just a catch and release program. Or, hey, like, why are you dwelling on the one that got away? She, he or she was probably just not for you. You romanticize things, yeah. you know? It's like when you're in a terrible relationship and then you get out of it and then you, you kind of start to forget about all the terrible stuff. And then you're oh. like, oh, like mm. things were really great with that person. And then you're like. If you actually really think about objectively it, objectively think about it from a, just a, a, remove the emotion and think if you're telling your friend, you're like, you're miserable. There's a reason why it didn't work. You can romanticize it all you want. Mm. It was not better. Ever. Don't go back. No, I actually was just having this conversation with a friend of mine and, and she was like, but, but it was, you know, I've just known them for so long and da, 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 da. I'm like, do not be a pick me. Yeah. In this moment, you're wanting them to choose you, mm-hmm. and they never did. It, Even in the relationship, they never chose work. you. It doesn't work. So why do you think because you guys are apart now, they're going other. to choose you? Exactly. Sad. Please leave a message after the tone. Do any of you have a trick to stop your mind from racing at night when you're trying to sleep? Some nights I'll just lay in bed for over an hour trying to black out. Message deleted. One full bottle of red wine. A full bottle. <laughs> Dang. No, no. For, 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 all, all kidding aside, melatonin. Really? Yeah, it does help. You use those CBD cans too, huh? Yeah. Is that so, not for that specifically? That that's just a chill. It can I just I don't feel like that is. It doesn't make me like super drowsy. Whereas mm-hmm. I don't know if melatonin does or if it's just a placebo effect, but it works for me. Like I'll take a couple of melatonin and just go out pretty quick. You're gonna hate this answer, mm-hmm. but mine really is the TV. I hate that answer. I know. I know. It really is like if I need to not be in my head, I need something to be focusing on so that I'm listening to them and not me. So because you, I am one of those people who I have a near, I, I narrate in my own mind. And I know that you say that you don't hear a voice in your head, which sounds like I'm a psycho. But there but, are some people who narrate in their lives. Like I can read and I hear myself in my head and I have conversations with like. Yourself. Like it, well, not, it's not really like that. No, like I can hear you. I can, well, you said we, your inner monologue is your own voice. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but I can also hear you. Like I could, because I've been around you so much, mm-hmm. I can hear you say something like if, if or I could like. Predictive text almost is how I could describe it. It's like, oh, I could hear Dave totally saying that. No, I, I, I understand all of that. It's just when I'm thinking, I'm not having a conversation with my own voice in my own head. So, but I think the way that I'm saying that might be wrong. So if you're thinking, you're not hearing something. Correct. I'm thinking it, not speaking it. Yes. See, that's Well, I'm not speaking it either. But you hear your own but voice. I'm, yeah. Or I'm just like hearing what I'm thinking. So how do you think? That's so what's you, crazy to me. How do you think? You can't just think without hearing something? Like, if you think it's cold in here, you don't just think it's cold in here. You hear, it's cold in here, in Audrey voice. Because it's, or whatever. Yeah, it's just like, almost like it's the Morgan Freeman of my life. Or the David Attenborough. That would be pretty sweet if it was David Attenborough's ah, yes, voice. Yeah. yeah, no, but whatever. Anyways, so... um yeah, I mean, I, if I am having the TV on in the background, it's just easy for me to kind of like disassociate and put put that in my so brain. So was, was your myself. boyfriend, was he a TV on guy before you came around? No. So you had to and force him And now he's a TV into, on guy. You had to force him into it. Now he's a t- no, not force. Oh, he was okay with it. Yeah, because he was in the military. You, he can sleep wherever, whenever. Okay, but like what if you were with somebody who like actively hated the TV on? Could you be with that person? No. That's that's a deal breaker. <laughs> no, just kidding. No, I mean, Are I you? think that 
I mean, I mean, because I'll tell you, I, I'm a fan guy. Like I've got the the fan going, the white noise. Mm-hmm. If I was, if my wife was not a white noise person, uh, you know, she's a single mom of four. <laughs> Dave, I'm kidding. She's listening. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> no, but I mean, I really do think that like you create companionship with how you sleep, and I think that having that on it just kind of creates like you are you know that that person's there when the TV is on. Does that make sense? No, yeah. I mean, the, like the like comfort it of it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the white noise for me is the comfort. The TV is for you. Copper in the chat said, I used to fall asleep with baseball on the radio. So similar. So radio ba- when I was a kid. Yeah, base, baseball the on the radio is, is very, very soothing. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know, dude. Sometimes I have no problem with going to bed. Mm-hmm. Like I will go like two seconds. I'll be out. It's the staying asleep for me. Uh, see, for me, it, the worst is when I know that I'm exhausted. I know how early the day starts and I want to fall asleep. But I get to that point of telling myself that, oh, no, this is going to be one of those nights because I can't fall asleep. Mm. And then you start thinking about how you can't fall asleep. I go asleep to the couch. And- you just straight up move. I think that sometimes I'm like, okay, well, maybe if I change my environment. <laughs> See, I'm too lazy. I'm just like, let me roll over a little bit. Let Are you kidding? Try. Really? You just suffer through it? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, I'll even get up. I'm like, maybe if I just pee. <laughs> maybe if i just like just get rid of all of the things that are in my body maybe if i just pee get a little glass of water like maybe sit on the couch for a second or two and then like go back to bed You're like, okay, and I'm like this is it now this is my yeah. sleep time like i just always have to like reprogram my brain to think that i'm just starting all over going to bed <laughs> yeah, let me rebrush my teeth <laughs> so if money were no object what outrageous luxury would you add to your house message deleted outrageous luxury would I add to my house? It's not really so... I mean, well, actually, I have thought about this. Like the... Uh, have you seen the the shower thing where you can have it programmed to be on and the water temperature, the exact temperature that you want? It's a newish thing, I think, from one of the big faucet makers, whoever they are. But they're super expensive because I saw them being advertised. I'm like... Wouldn't that be awesome? Because I, you know, wake up at the same time every day. I have my little routine. If I didn't have to sit there and guess, like when the shower is at that right temperature, mm-hmm. if you could just, just get, get in, in and the water is the exact temperature that you want, but it was like two thousand dollars, and that didn't include installation. I'm like, it ain't worth all that. Yeah, because that I, that would be awesome. That would be awesome because I am always standing there because I I am such an eager person to get into the shower that I'm always like standing there halfway, uh, full naked, just like pacing, embarrassed. Back and forth. Yeah. I'm just embarrassed, like looking at myself in the mirror. I'm just like, all right, like what do I do? Do I just start posing? Like, <laughs> it's just so embarrassing because I'm just waiting for the water to get warm, and you're just doing that awkward, like, all right, like I'm already fully naked. What do I do in this bathroom right now? Also, how cool would it be? Like, you get out of the shower, and then you have like one of those giant blowers, like you see at a car wash. You know, like, no, so- we know how ste- we know how horrible those are for us now. Are they? The pan blow dryers in the bathrooms are disgusting. Oh, didn't think about that. Yeah. It's almost, it's like also, so many poop particles are in there. Uh, coffee bar, like a legit coffee bar for your house. In your bathroom? No, not in the bathroom. Oh. No, no. Like just downstairs, like a legit coffee bar where you could have the perfect cup of coffee ready to go every day. Well, That'd but awesome. you ha- you don't subscribe to the smart features of like a coffee, right? Like you don't have the smart Keurig. Doesn't work like that. Not for me. I, I, I want too much coffee. The Keurig is not capable of churning Why don't out. you just go pot? Uh, what? <laughs> different. <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you.
Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Now that we are well into February, multiple days, uh, Audrey just asked me for the first time, uh, did you have a glass of wine yet? Because, as you know, I'm a big fan specifically of red wine. Not mad at a, a Savvy B if we're, if we're going white, but the cab, what, Dave? Savvy B. That's hmm. uh, short for Sauvignon Blanc. Okay. But I just didn't is, know you were a fan of shortening words. Well, that is an appropriate thing to shorten because, one, Savvy B sounds awesome, kind of like a uh, hip-hop artist, perhaps. <laughs> Okay. Um, but also, Sauvignon Blanc is a is a mouthful. But it's a beautiful word. Why would you ever shorten such a beautiful word? It's not like Starbucks to Starbies. It's mm-hmm. different. Anyway, let's not get distracted. Uh, so, you know, dry January for me was a thing. I did that this year again, and I totally successful. Not a drop of booze in any way, shape, or form, with the lone exception of when we would sample beers on the show for Beer for Breakfast. For sure, because this is our job. Yeah, which feels... Because uh, we're not, like, getting drunk or anything like no, that. just taking a sip. Yeah, we're just, you know, doing a taste test. Uh, but no booze whatsoever in any way, shape, or form throughout the entire month of January. And uh, you just dropped something on me, which uh, was I found fascinating, your perspective. You said, quote, I think dry January is stupid. Silly was my word. Silly. Okay, fine. I heard stupid, but that's... <laughs> So I just think it's, I think it's silly because my question was, I was like, whenever you took a sip of the wine, whenever you're drinking your wine, did it just feel like meh to you because you had done dry January so successfully? And I feel like sometimes we have a lot of people who have become sober curious. We've talked about this on the show before. And if you, you know, I mean, not saying that you're sober curious, but that usually is the end result, right? It's like, oh, I can do without drinking, so why would I just all of a sudden just go full wet after going dry for a month? We'll call it a damp January or a damp February. We don't have to go running back into its beautiful outspread arms, mm-hmm. you know? It can just ease back into the water. See, because you're a man of routine. I am. And I can just envision your routine I, whenever you get home at a certain time of day. That's when you open the wine. Love and to then, open the wine. So what's the, what's the thing? What's the well, difference? So I, I almost didn't have any wine wine on February 1st. Uh, almost. <laughs> almost. I thought about not having any wine, but it wasn't so much like a willpower thing. It's because, and I'm a little bit ashamed to admit this, uh, I had used my wine opener so much that it was pretty much broken. So like, you know, the little arms on little wine opener, only yeah. one of them would go up. <laughs> Because it had gotten, oh, no. it had so many miles on it. He um, couldn't do the Y or the M anymore and so in the YMCA. It did work in order to uh, to open the uh, the bottle of wine on February first. It was probably the last bottle of wine that it would open. Uh, okay. But I did order a new one on Amazon. And something else that I'm ashamed of is that even though I have the Amazon Prime, it gave me the option for an additional two ninety nine for the new wine opener to arrive within one day, and I paid it. <laughs> See, so I ask again, what's the point of dry January? What do you mean, what's the point? It's a, it's a, it's a hard reset. It's, you know, like the holidays, lots of drinking, mm-hmm. you know, lots of stuff going on, lots of activities. It's just a hard reset. What does that mean to you? It means that I certainly don't need the booze in my life. I can mm-hmm. just do without it. I think that January was a very productive month for me. Um, but no, I just feel like, you know, I mean, because I am such a routine person, like sitting down and having a glass of wine or a glass of scotch or whatever it is every single night or at least most nights, mm-hmm. taking a step away from that is probably a good thing for me from time to time. Right. Do you feel like your productivity is going to continue as much as it was in January with the added routine of the wine? Uh, yeah. Or scotch scotch? Yeah. I mean, like getting to the gym at least 
20 times throughout the course of the month is a goal that I like to set. So it's like you can take the weekends off or you can, if you get a workout into the week, you know, on the weekend, you can take a Monday off or whatever, you know, just kind of works for the schedule. But you like 20 workouts throughout the course of the month. Like did that in January, want to do that again in February, even though the workouts and the booze are kind of commingling now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you feel like January is the only time that you need a hard reset? Uh, yeah, I mean, there's people that do like sober Cause, October. Because out of 12 months, mm-hmm. that's kind of crazy just to do it only in January. So now you're shaming me for not doing it more often. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I just mm-hmm. think that January is, it's just silly. It's just silly. Why? You don't need Why like, the, well. There's a lot, it's a very popular thing. There's lots of people oh, that you know, do it. Oh, you know, it is. Yeah. yeah, no, I I agree with you. I, I, I know like it is. It, it's it's proving to yourself that you don't need any you don't need the booze on a regular basis if you don't want it, uh, but also like just but you starting, do if you start drinking February first. Oh, just, just start, <laughs> you start the new year clean. But you have oh you know that at the end of Jan, you know at the end of January you get a treat and a, that treat is immediately yes, immersing yourself back into the booze. I am a goal oriented individual. You're saying to just kind of like ease off of it and just like I'm not sober curious. I know what sobriety feels like. I think it's wonderful. For other people. For just one month. Yeah. At a time. No, I'm just I just think it's just a just a I'm just trying to ask some questions about people who do this over January thing. I whenever I was doing the dry Januaries or sober Octobers or whatever, I was unsuccessful. Because I'm not I Oh, because, so that's why you hate it, because you can't do it. I'm sober right now. Yes I can. You're not you how long you been sober? I, we've talked about this. She's not sober. She was slamming fireball just the other day. <laughs> hey, look, if you if you have a problem, I can be your sober coach. I just went through dry January, and so I understand what it's like to have to break free from the from the grips of booze uh-huh. for thirty one days. That's In a fact, lot of days, actually. I started a you day did, early. You know what? Actually, 32. this is silly because why wouldn't you people who just need one month? to reset why wouldn't you start it in february it's the shortest month because that's cheating <laughs> is it yes it's cheating oh god three whole more days <laughs> well, i feel like i accomplished something you did Even it was if very I, unfair. I am proud of you i'm just mm, i'm like just it. asking some uh, questions yeah. about just fully immersing yourself back into the wet you just gone it's just full immersion there's some yeah. people who are i'm either swimming or i'm not there's no in between <laughs> i'm not wading into the water i'm either on the diving board or in the clubhouse. That's it. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. On Dave and Mahoney. I am stunned, Audrey, that this did not work. A man and a woman were spotted behind a Days Inn in Palm Coast, Florida, and they were spray painting a tractor trailer in the back corner of the parking lot. And someone thought, that's weird to be spray painting a tractor trailer in a parking lot. So they called the cops. When the deputies arrived, the pair dropped the cans of spray paint and took off running along the highway. The woman was quickly captured. The guy managed to hide in the woods for two hours before they found him. Uh, Turns out the semi had been stolen just hours earlier, and their way of concealing their stolen semi was not to hide it somewhere. Again, difficult to hide a semi, so I get it. They thought, if we just spray paint it, no one will notice it. Now, if you're going to spray paint a semi that you've stolen, what color are you going with? Um, I would think maybe silver or black or white, a normal inconspic- inconspicuous color. Yeah, uh, the truck 
very expensive, valued at $280,000. I didn't know semis cost that much. I don't know what I thought they cost, but that just is a lot. Uh, they were they were painting it red. I knew. I knew it was going to be red. They were going red. But they were concealing its original color, pink. They stole a pink semi. How many of those do you see? None. I've never seen a pink semi. I don't think I've ever seen a pink semi either. Well, is Why it would the you pink steal the head pink one? or is the pink like the... Not the, the body of it. Yeah, like the, the cab was pink. Oh, okay. I believe it may be. But going red, like I, I would have gone, like you said, white, black, gray, something where it would just kind of blend in. Like red feels like it would really stand out. And also, fairly similar to pink. How many... Yeah, Spray pretty, paint pretty cans. spot. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. Didn't get the job done. Uh, they were both arrested, charged with resisting, grand theft, and possession of fentanyl. So did they steal it? Because it seems like a crackhead idea, right? So you, you stole a semi, you're going to paint it in the parking lot of a Days Inn, and then you're just going to sell it for 80 bucks on the street? Like, what are, you, what are we doing here? Yeah, what are you going to sell it for? Yeah. Go to a junkyard? So one man in Fort Myers learned the hard way that smoking is bad. Uh, firefighters had to arrive at the scene to try to extinguish the flames of Ricardo's house. He had accidentally set the trailer on fire while flicking his cigarettes near a gas container and the whole thing. Which I feel like only happens in movies. It, You know what? It, it normally does. You don't ever really see that happening in Except real life. Except for Ricardo in Fort Myers who found out the hard way. Yeah, I feel like this, the, he uh, didn't just do the flicking. I feel like he aimed. Yeah. You don't just accidentally flick your cigarette towards... So you think, you think he was trying to see if, yes. if it would explode? Absolutely. It yeah. So if you think that your relationship is toxic, let me introduce you to this couple. Oh. Wait, why are you? Why? Oh, why? Uh, There's no, there is no toxic relationships out there. Oh. Everybody's working on themselves Every, in 2023. Yep. Yeah. 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 Uh, you ready for this? Yeah. Officers responded to receiving reports of a domestic dispute, and when they arrived at the door, they could hear a man and a woman arguing, and the woman was screaming, just kick the door in to the cops. Oh, no. So, not great. After making entry, they encountered a 32-year-old man by the name of Kevin. Kevin disregarded commands to put his hands up, and police attempted to taser him to no avail, which is terrifying. As the officers tried to cuff Kevin, he swung at them, striking one of the officers in the eye with a handcuff. Ow. After detaining him, police made a very bizarre discovery. The woman told police that one of the reasons, one of the reasons that they were arguing, is because Kevin had bit the head off of her pet python. See, this is why you don't leave your kids home alone by accident and go on a Paris vacation, because they're going to have... Daddy issues, Kevin. mommy issues, all kinds of things happen to where they grow up into these type of people. This was, Pay attention yeah. to your kids. This was the the alternate ending to Home Alone. It's true. Well, we just never Macaulay saw how Culkin. Kevin McAllister grew how, up. How did he adjust? Actually, we didn't. It was not that far off of this. If we're talking about Macaulay Culkin, eh, for a while there, it was pretty rough. He's doing better now, which is great. But uh, this individual, Kevin, not so great. Just straight up put the head of the, the snake in his mouth. <laughs> Ozzy Osbourne, that thing. But then, in Ozzy's defense, mm-hmm. Ozzy didn't know it was a real bat. Didn't he? Why would know. you ever assume that somebody would throw a dead bat on stage? <laughs> yeah. uh, he has, He's come out and said he didn't know it was a real bat. So, in Ozzy's defense, at least he had that on his side. This guy would just... It's a murderer. That's a, that's a snake murderer. Everybody who is in um, the pro snake people, go after Kevin. 
I'm sure that there's pro snake people, right? I feel I feel like there's another way that his girlfriend could get him back. And it does involve teeth and a snake. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. If you had the opportunity to look through someone's email without them knowing, would you? Message deleted. No. Why? What you... Uh-oh. No, yeah. no. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, you had a look on your face for a moment. I thought you would. No, um, I mean, we were talking about yesterday how you have a friend who was asking for advice whether or not because they suspected their partner was cheating on them, and they asked you in confidence, and then we talked about it on air, whether or not <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you thought it was a good idea to go, go through, through a phone. phone. Yeah, and, and you know, confirm whether or not she was cheating, and there was a lot of suspicion there. This and, is the same type of, type of question. Yeah, but I mean, this feels more, I mean, email, sure, there can, of course, be scandalous things like with cheating in an email, but that doesn't feel nearly as commonplace to me as like, if you're going through somebody's email, that feels a lot more like you're trying to find out like their literal business. Right. You know, like what what they're up to. And that just feels like, what are you going to find in somebody's email unless it's your boss and they're talking about firing you? Mm -hmm. In which case, I'm fine with that. Um, But yeah, uh, the only time where I've I've gone through somebody's emails, I guess I have. Yeah, I mean, we're all human. We've all made mistakes. So it wasn't actually going through somebody's email it was a former boss of ours that had gotten fired and he had this weird habit of printing out all of like the important email correspondence. Oh, so he just had a paper trail on himself. He had a paper trail on himself and he had printed all these out and after he got fired, they gave us his office and we weren't intentionally, he was a terrible boss. Like he, you know, he's the boss that threatened to kill Mahoney with a pair of scissors and the whole bit. It was... Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Like while actually holding a pair of scissors up to his face, it was really something. Um, so him getting fired, like we were pretty delighted, and also the fact that we got his office an additional delight. Also, the fact that you guys are so nonchalant about that happening to Mahoney, uh, you guys just like continue fine. to show up to work. Yeah, it's fine. Whatever. We're like, hello, I'm being literally. That's like murder. Yeah, well, we we like the job. We like the job. We didn't like the boss. We like the job. How did you not go to authorities about that? What am I going to do? I, I'm not. I'm not. Get I'm him not arrested. You know what? He's dead now, so it's fine. It worked out. Jeez, it it worked out. Uh, so, anyways, he, he didn't die at the time. He just got fired, and there was a whole folder in his desk. And so, of course, you know, when we got the office, it became our desk, and so we started going through the desk. And uh, found all of the emails, many of them pertaining to us and how much money he was trying to screw us out of. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's the lone incident where I've gone through somebody's email, but it was unintentional. And was it really email? It was printed out. So I have a friend of mine who has gone through her boyfriend's email. Was it because she suspected some kind of cheating or what was it? It was because he was addicted to OnlyFans. Oh, no. And he was promising that he was not subscribing to like the top tier it's like 20 bucks a month, that's which like, in the grand scheme of, of things doesn't seem like a lot, but 20 bucks a month for like a top tier, where that's where you're having a conversation with somebody. 20 bucks a month is like- You're getting content geared towards you. That's like the ESPN bundle. That's quite a bit. <laughs> so he promised that he wasn't doing that anymore, and he left his laptop at home. Oh, no. And she went through and found that he was still what, doing that. How, how would she find out through the email, though? Was it like because set guess, up where like the push notifications were getting emailed to him? So for, I, I don't know how, but she huh. found it on uh, on there. Was that the was that the deal breaker? Did she end it? After no, that, she or? didn't end it. Huh. But he 
canceled it. And he was like, oh, no, baby, it was just because, you know, this or that or whatever the, you know, mm. but it, it is what it is. And very it, thankfully, they were able to get past that would because it bother you they're a good your, couple. But. If your boyfriend was subscribing to people on OnlyFans? That's a really good question because, you know, I think because we know that I decided to get rid of porn, right? But porn I'm, altogether. But, porn right. altogether. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know how I technically would feel about that. That's not something that we've ever had a conversation about. It's strange because it's evolving so quickly. It I mean, is. like for the longest time, there was people that were like, okay, I don't want you looking at any porn whatsoever. And then it became so prevalent that a lot of people are like, yeah, I mean, I'll look at it too. But there's this barrier there where it's not like you have any sort of interaction with the people you're just watching from a distance. But, but then it feels only so fans, much more intimate, doesn't only it? Fans feels a lot more personal. And like, I think that that's you can the, have conversations. You can I, pay for certain mm-hmm. things. I think that that's why it hurt her feelings is mm-hmm. because it does feel so much more intimate. It's not just like yeah. you turn on porn because that's for everybody, right? Like that's just content generated for the masses. Like mm-hmm. it's not like Hey, it's not like, hey, Dave, right. so glad to hear from you today. Thanks for your $20 subscription. Here's your uh, exclusive Special content treat. for month. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that feels so it does feel a, a little bit more personal. intimate. Um, I don't think that he is a part of OnlyFans community. I would, would be shocked to find that out. Would you be, I don't know how I would feel about that. I think it would hurt my feelings. Be bothered by it. Yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, if we're being real, I think it would even hurt my feelings to know about porn. Really? Isn't that kind of sick? <laughs> well, it's weird because I'm not yeah. involved in it anymore. <laughs> Even though, like, I, I don't know. I just feel... It's kind of how it goes on a lot of relationships. It's like... It's like, if I'm not, you're not. If yeah. I am, you can. Yeah. It's not totally fair, but I feel like it's a natural thing to feel that way. I know. Yeah. I mean, just being honest, I just feel like that would be, that would be you a haven't hard... Had that, you haven't had that conversation I with think him? ignorance is bliss in this moment. Okay. It's just like most things. If, yeah. I, if I'm not going to ask, I don't want to know, yeah. you know? Because yeah. I'm going to what? Here, something's going to hurt my feelings. Yeah. Just like asking about exes. Yeah, just don't bring it up. <laughs> don't ask. It's in the past. Yeah. It's in the past. Please leave a message after the tone. If you're going to start your own business, what do you think it would be? Message deleted. I have a business idea, Dave. You do? Is it a good one? I, I kind of told you about it, and it's a little silly one, what is I it? think. Can you share it? Is it? Is it? I think it's a great idea. I'm not the first to think of it, okay. um, but there's not many of these businesses out there and living in some cities where or being near some cities that are like the bachelorette and bachelor capitals, like mm-hmm. the places where people go and party, Yeah. Um, even for they, like 40th birthdays, anniversary Vegas, parties, Austin, Nashville, stuff like that. Yeah. Yes. I yeah. mean, even Phoenix and, you know, Phoenix, like LA, San, San Diego, Diego sure. all of that. Yeah. So we just kind of live in a good like panhandle sort of situation where mm. you can like take a an easy intersection to get to wherever or also flights are super cheap. So my thought process was how easy is it to create a a bachelorette concept where all I do is I go into your Airbnb and I decorate it for you before you even get there. Because I've gone through so many bachelorette trips where you're trying to like hide the wife like in the grocery store or whatever, like take her shopping. So While that somebody is frantically, frantically decorating, decorating yeah. the whole place so because everybody's just, going to a de- yeah. the locals aren't getting Airbnbs. In Las Vegas, right? So, like, for the most part. Mm-hmm. So, most people are traveling. But, see, so, though, the, that's the problem, though, is the customer acquisition. How do you find the people that are planning bachelorette parties or divorce parties or whatever it is that you would mm-hmm. want to decorate for? Like, that's the challenge, I would think, with that business see, is finding those people. It's, it is. It's, it popped up on my TikTok as, like, a, as like a, just a quirky, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is what I do sort of post. And I was like, that is genius so i'm looking it up there's like three in the whole country that do it yeah so i'm like dang 
nobody's really cornered this market yet. Like I need to create some competition because there is truly nothing more stressful than buying the goods. If you're a, if you're a bride, like having somebody who just does all of that for you, like getting all of the individualized, because think if you're 23, 24, 25 years old and you're going on a bachelor bachelorette trip, all they want is like the straws that say the last name on it, the mist stuff that say it's all over everywhere. The can balloons. You, can you imagine though, like your bulk orders from Amazon, you're like, yeah, I need 18,000 penis straws. <laughs> like wholesale. <laughs> can you can you, you wholesale me some wholesale? <laughs> weenie straws, please? But you please know, that's the current one. We'll see. Fair enough. Please leave a message after the tone. If you had a third ear, where would you put it? Message deleted. Back of my hand so I can hear me slapping you. You can also hear a lot of other stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hear me slapping you and hear me fapping me. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave and Mahoney. Oh, good for you. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP. And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. So I don't know what the hell is going on with the Dallas Zoo, but man, there is so much weird stuff. Okay, the fact that I, I was reading this earlier, Dave, and the first thing I thought was, what the hell? What, really? <laughs> like, what in the hell? So you might remember it was, what, a week or two ago, there was like the, they had to shut the whole zoo down because there was a leopard that got out of its really enclosure. Really cryptic tweet, by yeah. the way. They were just like, Large we animal on loose entire zoo is shut down you're like what large animal what? that was just the tweet it was yeah. very cryptic very like non-informative it. and then they're like oh yeah don't worry it wasn't a danger to people you're like if it's a leopard it probably could be at least somewhat dangerous right. especially to like a child like, there's an elephant on the run <laughs> but it's a nice elephant it loves to paint don't bother <laughs> now there's more drama with the dallas zoo there was a couple, a pair of emperor monkeys that went missing from the Dallas Zoo. And monkeys are so mean, dude. They for are. real. They are not kind. And these are the these are the uh, the emperor monkeys that have like the long beard. You know what I'm talking about? Like aggressive. The white. Yeah. Well, I mean, almost all monkeys are kind of a holes. Uh, this partic- they're animals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, these particular monkeys went missing, and so you're like, hang on a skinny minute here. We just lost a leopard. Like who is the warden in charge of this zoo? Is it, do warden. they have wardens? What? Is, who is the head of the zoo? Like what the is, zookeeper? There's a zookeeper, but they're called. not the, they're not the head of the zoo. Like who's the z- the zoo czar? The zoo czar. The zoo czar. <laughs> they're not called I wardens. The it's not a jail. I mean, it is uh, it's a jail. kind of a jail. It's a jail. Um, yeah. So, but they they had these two monkeys that got they're on the lamb. And one thing I don't know if you thought this whenever you were reading it too, Dave. Who not only just who is in charge. But close the whole zoo down. Like, if you are having, what? in multiple weeks, multiple animals who are getting let loose, you have a poor security system. So, this is even crazier. There was another incident at the zoo that I didn't even know about until we started digging into this story. about. We heard about the leopard. That became national news. We heard about the monkeys because it's crazy that a couple of monkeys just vanished. Did they apprehend the monkeys? They, they had been searching for the monkeys, and they did find them, and it's even weirder where they found them. And I'll tell you about that in one second. But the Dallas Police Department had to post a surveillance photo of a man that they believe actually stole the monkeys, and so they were asking for the public's help. It was pandemonium. So somebody actually stole the monkeys. This is after the zoo had increased security, but they lost an animal two weeks after the fact that, you know, the leopard, the whole thing. There was a, I've never heard of a lappet-faced vulture before. 
but mm-hmm. a lappet-faced vulture from the zoo also unexpectedly died after going missing for a brief period. So you've got the lappet-faced faced vulture. I hate you've this got name. The, uh, me too. You've got the the leopard that went missing, and then the monkeys on top of that. They found the monkeys 15 miles away from the zoo. At an Arby's. At an Arby's. That's exactly right. <laughs> Having a delicious roast beef sandwich. I mean, How that's where know? I would go. No, they found them in an abandoned closet of a abandoned home. So it's an empty closet of an abandoned house, and the monkeys were in the closet. No, somebody put them there. Gay this whole time. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun Where the wind blows wild and free There's a lovely spot, just the only one That means home sweet home to me if you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada. Home means the hills. Home means a sage in the pine. Out by the trucky silvery rills. Out where the sun always shines. Time now. Home means Nevada to 